Welcome to Leadership Behind the Scenes with me, Nomi Natan, Executive Coach and Leadership Consultant. In this podcast, we champion human-friendly leadership because you're human first and leader second. We share tips and insights on how you can increase your impact and influence so you can be the leader you've always dreamt of being and feel proud when you look in the mirror. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Leadership Behind the Scenes. I am thrilled you are here today. And we're going to talk about being angry. In fact, we're going to talk about when the anger stays and we can't let go of it, when we can't shift the anger and we are still mad at someone or something. When you are still mad, well, you probably know it doesn't really serve you, but that doesn't mean you can let go of it. So what are you going to do? You can listen to this episode kind of on the information layer listening or because I'm taking you through a process, kind of like a coaching process, you could treat yourself or treat this episode as if we are having a one-to-one session and you might. You might just want to pause at different points, give yourself a moment to write down your answers or to think your answers, to feel your answers, to really let this be a transformational time with you and I to shift, to shift some emotion that really isn't serving you and to bring something else about. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by the Leadership Hour. The Leadership Hour is a habit you know you need no matter whether you are your own boss or you're working in a big organization. This is the habit that you haven't made consistent yet. It's the one of zooming out, of tuning out the noise, of monthly sitting for an hour and asking yourself, what is really the pieces that matter. What am I really going to dedicate myself to? Who am I becoming in the process? Where is it best for me to focus my energy and attention? What am I really creating here? It is so clarifying and helpful and your productivity impact and your joy will increase tenfold. Nominatan.com forward slash leadership hour. Come join us. There's no minimum contract, so you can join just for a month, see if it's for you. But once you're in, well, most will stay ongoing because it is so incredibly helpful to everything else that you will be up to. But for now, let's dive in to talking about anger and how to shift it when it's stuck. So take a breath. And let's jump in. You know, sometimes when you're angry, yeah, I'm assuming you have been angry and that sometimes you get really angry with someone. And even though you don't want to hold on to the anger, you can't let go of it. Maybe you do want to hold on to it. Either way, it's not going away. And you probably know why you're angry. Someone asks you why you're angry and you will be able to talk. (laughs) It will just flow out of you perhaps for days of all the reasons why you are angry. But have you asked yourself, why am I holding on to this? Why am I reluctant or unwilling 
to let go of this anger. Why am I staying mad? Basically, three ways to ask the same question. It's the same kind of answer that will come. That is the first step if you want to shift some anger. And we maybe should start by talking about why do you want to shift it in the first place? Well, does anything good come to you when you are super angry? Or does it actually start some biological processes in your body and in your mind that aren't particularly helpful? Are you nice to be around when you're really angry? I mean, I don't know. Do you like hanging around other people that are super angry? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Doesn't bring lots of good things. So let's be clear that anger can be a very useful, a very important feeling. And a lot of us grew up being told not to feel our anger. Um, I'm going to stereotype here, but I would say even more so girls being told not to feel the anger, but it depends on what family you grew up in. It might also be um, for you, if you were a little boy growing up, it might have been the same in your family. Oftentimes, you know, the reason why we get depressed is actually we're angry at someone or something, but it's turned inwards. It's like, you know, it's repressed anger. It's not all depression. There are many layers to depression. So I'm not going to sit here and, and give a lecture on that. There are other people that have done um, done the research. But sometimes, or part of the depression is anger. And actually what's interesting, when you try to leave depression and you try to get out of a depressed period, often you need to get angry in the process. And if everyone around you you know, kind of get really annoyed with your anger and maybe you have a strong people pleaser, you might squash your anger and go straight down into depression because in many ways people prefer to be around a depressed person than an angry person. (gasps) Ah, yes, us humans, we are so fascinating, aren't we? Anyway, let's talk about this anger that isn't serving you. So anger that is full of fire and in the moment can be powerful and helpful. And I don't want you ever to feel like you can't stay angry or you can't feel anger because you can and it's right and it's appropriate in some situations. And when it's healthy anger, it moves. It moves through you for a moment. You might feel like you might kill or you might break in pieces with fire and that's okay, but it will move emotion, energy in motion. It will move. The the energy that is so intense in the anger will move and something else will come afterwards. And probably it will move you into action and then that's all good and well. There was nothing to do about the anger except feel it in the moment. Here we are talking about the anger that has lasted for longer than a moment. It has lasted beyond what is useful and it's not moving you to anything except just being, you know, you're just mad, you're annoyed, you're frustrated, you're resentful, you may be planning revenge, maybe you're ending up in fear, you're furious, you're just, you know, it's, it's breeding toxicity inside of you and it is no longer helpful. It has definitely lasted longer than a moment. How long is a healthy anger moment? I'll let you be the judge of that. You know when it's been too long. When you've been sitting with this anger longer than what is useful and helpful, you will know it. I don't have to give you a list of how to know. You know. So let's dive into that situation. You have some anger you're angry, I'm going to assume that it's at a someone, and you've been angry longer than is good for you and is useful for you. So the first step is to ask yourself, 
any variations of the questions I asked to start with, which is this piece of why am I still holding on to this anger? And so I am not letting go of this anger because that's often a great way to get the answer. I'm not letting go of this anger because you can pause here or you can hear what I will say next up to you because he or she shouldn't get away with this because otherwise they get away with it because it wasn't right because it shouldn't have happened because I'm not okay with it because it wasn't okay because it wasn't fair because it wasn't right I mean you can hear as you speak you might give clues to your core values to what really matters to you etc right so because no one should be like that, because that is just pure evil, because that was so selfish, because, 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 because. So I am holding on to the anger or I'm not letting go of this anger because if I let go, they will have gotten away with it. If I let go, nothing will have changed. If I let go, evil wins. If I let go, selfishness wins. If I let go, yeah. So first to that piece, it's very important to to get clear on why is it that I'm holding on to this still? And then you get to the second piece and ask yourself, okay, so I'm holding on to this piece often because some version of I don't want them to get away with this because it's not okay. But the question is, will anything likely change for the better while I'm this angry? Am I able to bring about the shifts that I'm hoping for? Mm, sit with that for a moment. Probably in this place, you're not even clear about really what you want to happen other than you don't want this person to get away with it. You don't want this to be okay, right? And by the way, you can use this on you know colleagues and family members and you can even try it on big world leaders and see what happens, right? This process can be used for any of those. So when you're in that anger, are you likely to get the outcomes that you're looking for? See what answer comes. Then you go to step three. What is it costing you to hold on to this anger? What is it costing you? Really dive into that. Where are you not present? Were you present yesterday with your kids, with your loved one? Were you present at the meeting yesterday with the direct reports? Were you super creative at that meeting you just showed up for? What is it costing you? Is it costing you presence, joy, creativity? Is it costing you a lot of energy? Maybe it's costing you a tight jaw. Maybe you're clenching your jaw out of anger. Maybe it is costing you sleep. What is it costing you holding on to this anger? You are leaking time and energy into this. So what is it costing you? When we know the price we are paying, we might see that the person who suffers most right now is not the other person we're angry at, but it's us. We're the ones feeling the anger. I mean, sometimes the other person doesn't even know you're angry. Oh, it doesn't matter to them. Sometimes it does, but like, who's suffering most? You or the other person? 
And you might, <laughs> if you're in the revenge mode, you might go, I'm going to make it hell for them. <laughs> right? I mean, it's okay to have moments like that. We are human after all. <laughs> but really notice what is it costing you. So first step, I'm holding on to this anger because... Step number two, am I likely to get any good outcomes from holding on to this anger? Is anything I want to happen going to come from this? Step number three, what is it costing me to hold on to this anger? Okay, you might take a breath and break here, shake, breathe before we go to step number four. Because in step number four, what are you going to ask? Here's what I'd like to happen. What I would like to happen going forward is, and I would like this to happen because, really ask yourself, right? Because if you're in the revenge mode, I want the other person to suffer because, go for the deeper answer, because what? Because, you know, fairness must prevail. Because I want to be around leaders who are values-driven. Well, you know, really go underneath it. Because I was hurt. What is it really about? So really ask yourself, what do I want and why? And you might have to sit in this for a while. What is it really I'm longing for? Often when we've been so angry, we can't even see what we want. It's not clear. It's not clear in a useful way. We think we know what we want. But what is it really ultimately you want? Maybe it is to never work with that person again. Maybe it is to go back to a time when that relationship was really strong and fun. Maybe it is to start over with that person. Maybe it is to establish some ways of working. Maybe it is to have a deeper more satisfying relationship with that person. Maybe, maybe it is to be seen and appreciated. Okay, so really get into what am I longing for? What do I want to come out of this ultimately and why? And then keep digging until you get to an answer that you go, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's something that makes sense as a wish of what I want. Now, before we even go to move towards that, step number five is accepting what is and what has happened. When we're angry, we're often thinking this shouldn't have happened, right? And I got this angry in my voice because I was thinking about the war in Ukraine right now. And there's lots of things that I think this shouldn't have been possible. This shouldn't have happened, but it did, and it is, and it does. I don't know when this will be published, but I'm recording this March 2022, just for reference. And you might feel the same with, let's just take a colleague. They shouldn't have said that in front of the client. You know, they threw me under a bus. They shouldn't have said that about me in front of the client or whatever it was, Right. But something happened. And so here it's important to be very specific and very factual. So rather than they threw me under the bus, what's important and what helps us is to go, they said, and go as specific as you can, 
to what this person said. They said X, Y, and Z while these people were present. Get really factual, right? I'm reluctant to say anything about the Ukraine situation because I feel like I might bring something into being. But, you know, we want to get really, really factual. So not into interpretations or conclusions. So you don't want to say, you know, this person ruined my career. You want to say, well, this person um, made my role redundant and told me I no longer have a job, right? Rather than ruined my career, you see how that is... (laughs) maybe the angry moment and it tells a certain story and I want you to go factual it might be that this person made you redundant and made that role redundant or told you you no longer have a job in the organization right so really get factual why do we need to get factual because change happens and we shift because we tell a different story we hold something differently in us this is what all change is based on all therapeutic interventions. We can't change what actually happened, the factual pieces, but we can change how we hold it, the story of what was. And so this person gave me, you know, um, my redundancy slip could be interpreted as this person ruined my career or this person gave me six months fully paid and now I have six months to, you know, breathe and think about what I really want to do and I got space and I've got this and I've got that. Do you know what I mean? So really watch the interpretation. You don't want to go to the interpretation layer. You just want to go, this is what happened. And you might have to say some words and I really encourage you to say them out loud because it helps when you say them out loud, something different happens in your body. And you might say, even though this isn't what I wanted, here is what happened. It happened and that is all. It happened and I'm still here, right? If you're listening to the podcast, you're still here. So really state the facts and, you know, it's kind of like going, it happened. Because when we're in denial about what happened, we're not in the present moment. We're still insisting the past should have been different. This person shouldn't have been like that. It shouldn't have happened. We can't move forward. If you think about it directionally, you have your back turned towards the future, towards possibility, because you're looking towards the past. And so you first got to go, okay, This is what happened. Be very clean and factual about it. And you got to breathe. It happened. Even if I didn't want it to, it happened. That is all. It happened. And then you can turn your body so you're in the present looking towards the future. And from that place, you can then remind yourself again of, What is it that I'm really longing for in this situation? Now, you might now have moved beyond this person and been like, actually, it doesn't really, it's not really about this person anymore at all. Or you might still be fixated about that person because there's something important in that relationship. It might be a key relationship that it really matters. Whatever it is, just from this place go, what is it that I'm really, really wanting? What is it that I'm really longing for to happen? And then ask yourself, what's the next step I can take? 
to make that happen. And you might want to say words like, it is time for me to let go of this anger. What happened, happened. And I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready for this not to be wasted and for something good to come of this. Something good will come of this. I'm ready for something good to come of this. It's one of my favorite mantras to return to when things don't feel like they should be happening and something really annoying is going on or frustrating or anger-provoking. And I just affirm to myself, something good is coming from this. Something good is coming from that, right? It's like the, how do I make lemonade out of lemons, right? When you get lemons. Um, So really go and say, it's time for me to let go of this anger. I'm now releasing this and you might need to do something physical to make that happen. But probably at this stage you go, it happened. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Maybe it was horrific or maybe it was just something small. But it happened. And here's what I'm longing for. And here's my next step. And here's how I'm taking it. Now your next step just to support you here, maybe to go have a conversation with that person, but maybe not. Maybe it's not time. Maybe that doesn't feel like the next right step. You know, your next step might be to go for a run. Your next step might be to go, you know, stroke a furry animal or to hug someone you really love. The next step might be to do something that's going to make you laugh right? Because if you're coming back and releasing the anger, your next step might be just to do something that feels really fun and good and delicious. Your next step might be to just go enjoy hanging out with the colleagues you really love working with and just, you know, just go have fun with them. And to leave this other area for a moment, to leave the other issue for a moment, to let the process shift in you. And then you will know when you're ready to take the next step in regards to that area. Also, often what happens is magic. When you shift, the system shifts. When you shift, the relationship shifts. So if you worked on a shift, there might not be any doing to do right now. Do the doing if it feels good. But sometimes, suddenly, you'll get a message or a call or something from that other person. And they reach out. Because you shifted They don't know that you'd listen to this. They don't know what you did. But something else becomes possible. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was very different than a normal podcast episode, but this is kind of like taking you into a one-to-one coaching session and supporting you to move through, to move through emotion, anger, stuckness in a relationship that is unhelpful. Do the process, pause where needed, work through it and drop me a line. Nomi at nominatan.com. I always love hearing from you even better. Tag me on Insta or LinkedIn or somewhere where you are and you find me and tag me and tell me Well, you might not tell me about the specific situation, but tell me that you listened to this episode um, so that we can share it. Because just imagine how much nicer our world would be if everyone took responsibility for their own anger, 
if they all shifted their own anger. We can't change anyone else, but we can totally work our own stuff. So go work yours. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And also, come over to nominatan.com forward slash everything. You can sign up for my newsletter and check out everything I have available, including one-to-one coaching. And yes, I even have the prices on my website. You've got to scroll a little, but you will find it. Everything is there. Also, go to nominatan.com forward slash leadership hour highly encourage you to join the membership there's no minimum contract so try it for a month and see if it's for you but really this is the habit that all great leaders need and from experience hardly anyone is making consistently on their own and of course as i always say now is a great time to breathe now go spread the magic